Hello everyone, welcome back to Podcast of One's Own. This is episode number six and today we'll be speaking about gender and art. Um, and we decided to pick this topic because as in society there's um, a divide um, when it comes to the genders. So um, with regards to arts, um, 51% of visual artists are actually women. Um, but 78% of all galleries exhibit more men than women, and only 5% represent an equal number of male and female artists. 5%. That's so pretty surprising statistic. Yeah. I wasn't in the session, so I have mm. no idea about these statistics, but 51%, that's incredible, because I would never have like mm. thought. But that's the thing, like, that, that's a lot of the reason, like, a big reason why I wanted to do the session to start with, because from like the beginning of art history women have always been engaged in making art and, yeah. and like being artists it's just a matter of not getting represented and being um like overlooked and not valued for for like making making their art <coughs> so the whole and it also skews the history of art a lot so when you look back at records from mm -hmm. from like l like starting even from like ancient roman and greek art And there's basically that, that like on the whole like in in a big perspective like no art by women because even though and that does not mean that they were not making it like there's always been women in art but they've not gotten representation and not gotten like a space mm -hmm. so it really created uh like a male canon in the art and like in culture mm -hmm. yes uh, which is obviously the the, the stereotypes have then forced certain like in, in areas where women were actually successful that has then made like caused a like a gendering of art forms so if women weren't particularly successful in in an art form say like fine arts like textile art um like knitting crocheting like that was all really considered art a mm. long time ago but now it's As, as it's become more gendered, it used to be dominated by, by men because mainly all art was to start with. But as women became more influential in that art, like part of art, it's also like demoted to being called arts and crafts or yeah. like just like recreational DIY. It's mm -hmm. not really like even talked about as art. Yeah, it's true. Um, and we talked a lot about the, the challenges that artists and especially like female artists in particular faced when they tried to enter the the art world or like the art scene because mm. um, obviously if you want to make a living um, of it you have to exhibit you have to sell um, paintings um, mm. as unfortunate as it is um, so yeah we talked a bit about the sort of like classist hierarchy in the art world and yeah. um, in the art scene and that as with like a lot of like pretty much everything mm -hmm. the gatekeepers to these um to these galleries and to enter the the art scene are male um and most of them are quite old um yeah <laughs> probably white <laughs> it's dark and like cisgendered so i was talking a little bit about how like during like the major like shift that's happened for women in art has happened in the in the 19th century basically in the second half of the no in the 20th century and like the second half of the 1900s um 
and it started with Pe like Peggy Guggenheim. She was an artist, and she's got well. At this point, there are lots of different Guggenheim museums across the world, and they're really, really famous and great, great galleries for art. But it started out with her approaching um, the director of the um, the national. Um, I think it was the National Art Modern Art Museum, um, and and this was that was in the nineteen forties. Yeah, that was in the nineteen forties, and she approached him saying that, pointing out that well, you have no art by women, <laughs> and and he countered by saying, great oh, art. No, but we have like, <laughs> we have so many. We there are so many great like female mm. artists, and he named them and like he knew them, but he didn't exhibit them, and that's like one point where where I think. A big, a big divide happens because people can get away with women. Well, women are doing art; mm. they're making good things. But if they're not getting the exposure, the playing field is not equal. At anyway, all. yeah, and it limits what type of art you can make because certain art is more controversial and it's gonna poke people in the eye, and, and they're not gonna be willing to portray it. Mm -hmm. That was a big part of the movement from realism to abstraction, especially for female artists. They were like really at the forefront of abstract art becoming bigger because they could explore their creativity without being without being criticized for being like too too womanly like it, it didn't necessarily mm. show reveal the, the gender. gender yeah because we that's what we also said um in the session we perceive art differently when we know or when we make assumptions about the gender of the artist yeah um yeah. So if if you know um a woman it's a woman's painting, you might be like oh, even with abstract art you could be like oh well that person sure had a lot of anger like yeah <laughs> or I mean I I could yeah. imagine like I could hear but we yeah like one of the examples that I brought up was mm -hmm. the movie well it's it's not actually a movie to start with but there's mm -hmm. a movie now that I think is most likely that people will have heard it from it's uh, called Big Eyes. And it's mm. about like, oh, I actually can't remember her name right now. That's really bad. Um, it's a story about this female artist who did amazing, like she made amazing paintings, but her um, husband was the one, like they put the husband's name on them uh, so that they would have a bigger chance of kind of getting, getting noticed. Yeah. And then he got all the credit and then kind of like snowballed out of control. And then mm. when it actually came forward, that she was, that she was the creator. The creator. Mm -hmm. It changed the way that people saw the paintings. It was mm. like totally different. But it's crazy how like because I'm I'm doing publishing, and it's the same in literature. Um, mm. I think I talked a bit about uh, Mary Shelley, who wrote Frankenstein. Yeah. Amazing and like revolutionary, revolutionary book at the time. But she first, pretty much had to publish it under her husband's name. Because they were like, no one's, no one's gonna read this sort of dystopian story when yeah. they know that it's been written by a woman. And up to this day, um, it's it's still such a common thing for publishing houses. For example, when um, J.K. Rowling published yeah. Harry Potter, yeah, they put her initials there for a purpose because they were like, it's a story about a boy, but but if they but see men Joanne or like on the cover. exactly men and boys are not gonna want to read it if they know it's a female author. Yeah. Um, so you have this huge bias against women in like arts or like the creative sort of scene. 
That's um, a terrible like topic to discuss because it's mm-hmm. so like subconscious as well. Like I think mm-hmm. very few people will be like, no, like that wouldn't affect if I bought it or not. But then you're mm-hmm. like, but yeah, but you don't actually like know if it would affect you technically. Mm-hmm. Like on the whole, statistically, it shows that it does affect you. That this bias absolutely actually operates. But mm-hmm. a lot of boys would probably like if they were to choose what to like what book to buy. They wouldn't say, oh yeah, I make a conscious decision to not buy female author books. It's all subconscious. I think it also categorizes, I mean, I don't know about visual art as much, just on the time of publishing, which is a bit of a topic, but um, sometimes there is this generalization of categorizing all women's literature as, for example, young adult. Yeah, yeah. or Romans. Romans, in the example of J.K. Rowling, the story like Harry Potter, now it's not considered young adult right now because now it's considered literature mm. but maybe if it had been published under Joanna it's back a in the day in publishing it would have been considered young adult and so yeah. maybe it would not have had the same impact that we know of and I'm sure I, again I don't know that much about visual arts but I'm sure that I mean Katrina was saying that again before like you make assumptions about painting by looking at the artist and that's absolutely normal because every artist to put themselves in their art of course yeah. but I think there would be a generalization if you knew that a painting was made by a woman rather than a man you would then sort of go oh that's what she's trying to signify yeah you would which is not necessarily a bad thing because it would shed light on certain problematics but then maybe it would not be as popular maybe or as I think it also like limits female artists as well we, we were looking at a talk between some some different women artists and they were talking about like wanting wanting to portray like the struggle of being a woman in the patriarchy into your art but also being sick of that having to be the subject there are all the time yeah exactly and being like can i just make art about something else like why do people always have to read this as like a feminist mm-hmm. statement yeah statement and to a certain extent like art by women in and oppressed in, in like in an oppressed position will be feminist because it's still like their voice being shared. Yeah. So no matter what they're sharing, that's that that is a feminist yeah. sharing. Mm. But but I think it's it's a difficult like it's it brings up the whole thing that's similar in in any business with that's got to do with quotas. Like a lot of galleries are doing specifically like women exhibitions but only art by women mm-hmm. um, and then the, there are arguments yeah. for that being like, causing a greater divide and separating men and mm-hmm. women more mm-hmm. but then also that's a, a, the, like maybe the only space for women to actually get their art out and we also talk about how it's a safe space for like their their like levels of it so there's exhibitions for only women there's exhibition exhibitions for only black women there's exhibitions for lesbian like of only lesbian women and obviously that creates a safe space for people to go and watch this art as well where they feel safe too and it's it's pretty much the same as when we talk about like quotas in the workplace like we would all love to live in a society where we don't need wouldn't need that Mm. but unfortunately we don't yet um, so it's the only way for female artists to get like exposure um, mm-hmm. and to gain recognition, um, as unfortunate as it is. So um, I think it's for now it's kind of it's a good way to um, 
like it's a good way to give them a platform um, to share their art and to actually make a name for themselves. I also um, think like the fact that we really lack a historical record of women artists. That's what I was thinking uh, about too. It really influences even subconsciously what like it internalizes the, the the idea that women can't really do art or like that it's not for them because lack of representation historically will do that. It's the same as in any business. If we don't see if if young if young black girls don't see their like demographic group represented in cinema, for example, they won't they will subconsciously just yeah. not think that to be an option for them and it's yeah. the same in art and it's been going for like centuries and centuries I cannot remember like I did history of art in high school for three years mm-hmm. and the only person that I remember studying who was a woman is Artemisia Gentileschi mm. check her out if you don't know who she is mm. but mm. we didn't spend much I mean as much as I remember we didn't spend and as you much talk, time you spend so her. much time about talking I mean don't get me wrong. Like it's I, important. I like, I like impressionism, but like I'm sorry, but they all look the same. Like the paintings yeah, yeah, all look yeah, the yeah. same to me. They all did the same thing. Um, I know. I'm. I mean, people who study art are probably mm. gonna be like, no, no, but they're Monet is so different from Manet. Like, oh yeah. my god. Um, but I feel like there is a lot of time allocated um, to talk about the differences, like the minor differences between like all of these people and then the only woman who came up in my art major class was Frida Kahlo yeah Um, Yeah. Um, um, the National um, Museum for Modern like wait National Museum for Women National Women's Museum for Modern Art I think Mm -hmm. it is Um, they started this campaign called five five women artists Mm -hmm. hashtag five women artists and it was basically like challenge people to name five women artists. I couldn't. I sat and researched this and I was like, do. this is terrible. I can't mm-hmm. even do it. Mm-hmm. I can't even, like, I can't even, like, name. But the thing, the thing is, again, like you were saying, maybe artists are going to be like, well, that's your own problem because I know it. And that's fu- fine, amazing. But also... But the difference is that you... I could name, I'm not an artist, but with my high school experience, with my, like, personal knowledge experience, I could name five men artists. Yeah. So I should be able to do the same thing yeah. with, mm-hmm. with, 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 you know, with women too. But the reason why you're not able to do that is because it's not because you're uneducated or whatever. No, it's because, it's because I wasn't educated on it. <laughs> you know. Yeah, but, but it's because we you don't talk about it in a school. You yeah, it's, it's, you don't have anything back. to refer back to. Like yeah. a lot of these, like Picasso, Monet, like uh, Mark Rothko, like yeah. you see them mm-hmm. without doing. Like you don't have to seek them out. No, you see you see them. But and also, that's the problem with a lot of things for women. Like you have to actively exactly. seek them out. I think People this is don't so even interesting. Know that they have to considering the fact that women are the subject of so many paintings. Yes, the fact that. Most of them are not done by women. That is the most, like, to me, if that's the most about absurd thing so about it. You yeah. have the example of, like, I think it was Michelangelo. I, my humanistic brain mm-hmm. is gonna murder me because if it's not Michelangelo, I think it was him, um, who literally just painted women as men, but they just put apples in, like, apple forms as breasts because they had no idea of what female anatomy was like <laughs> but it had to be a woman in the painting though. I didn't know that like it honestly there was a, a part of what we talked about about the feminist art movement starting in the 70s oh a big God, part of it so is sorry I just put up on our big screen the, <laughs> it's the things it's that I'm referring like, to <laughs> that's genuinely like 
I shoot everybody in this room. It is kind of disturbing. Um, it's, everyone, it's, it's everyone interesting. Listening, Google Michelangelo women and just like look at the look at the the bodies and then just like the the breasts that they just like pop. But on like there. the bodies, they're That's so hilarious. well done. Like all the proportions. Yeah. Are like right. The attention mm-hmm. put in the bodies, of course, everything. I think it's just like I don't think it's Michelangelo's fault. <laughs> maybe my man has and like you know maybe he couldn't even portray women's breasts because there was like a lot of he already went to a lot of trouble for like nudity and everything. Mm-hmm. He had to put veils on his pictures, or whatever. But I think it's just interesting that so many women are portrayed, and yet. Where are, where are the women portraying yeah. themselves? The the gorilla girls are like they're they're a feminist uh, group, an organization for women in art, and they were they started working it in the late nineteen hundreds, and they made this banner that like I'm sure they made like way more things, mm. but it, it's really like it's really powerful. It just yeah, I have it he- I have it here. What it yeah. says. It says, um, less than 5% of artists in, mo- in the modern art section are women, um, but 85% of nudes are female. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> what, that's not online nudes. That's like old classical fucking yeah. Baroque painting nudes. And <laughs> even if you think about it, when we look back in history, this is just my personal conclusion, which may be completely wrong. If it is completely wrong, please tell us know. I'm open to uh, criticism this time. Because this just came up to my mind. If you think about how we view women's body too, right? And how we go back into what women's body were popular during the different ages. We take so much of it from art. If you think yeah. about... Um, we, we know that in medieval times or in the Renaissance, women were liked when they were more rounded curvy curvy because that's what the arts portray mm. so we have a history of accepting women based on how men think of them as visually there's also pretty. the whole idea it's that like depending very on what area of yeah but depending on what area of history it is like most of the art most of the like art that depicts women in that way that it's it's still commissions people are either either like even if they're dressed even if they're not nudes there's really really wealthy people really wealthy men that have commissioned these paintings to like portray their 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 wives and obviously they just want to like they're they're attempting to kind of like brag about everything they want to show like how much money they have they want to dress in all these amazing things make them look as good as you possibly can and it's not necessarily realistic so like i if you guys want to relate the Venus of Urbino by Tiziano. That's T I Z I A N O. Sorry, my Italian is coming through. Um, <laughs> that's considered, I think, to be one of the most sensual paintings, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. it's done by a man, and it's of a woman. But if you think about it, this is it is a beautiful painting. Nobody can argue against no, it. it. Like it's absolutely is. gorgeous. She is gorgeous. The like the painting is absolutely marvelous. But if you think about how much the sensualization of women is prominent in arts, and yet no women are in arts, I think that's just really interesting. That is not to say that I should think we should shit on every art that is not made by women. No. Because we have such amazing art, and I think visual art is such it's, an important It's just about put, like, putting forward the yeah. representation that's not been there. And it goes Yeah, the for thing it. is that it's like... Like you said, it's such an important part of our culture, but how does it actually... It only represents... Like half of the culture, yeah. If it's yeah. done by men, like sorry, but 
the the female gaze to put it that way it's yeah. also important like and that's not yeah. there so um i think it's as it's much a, as it's i appreciate it like the women like women's a woman's perspective on art and creativity mm-hmm. and give space for that and show that it's important and valuable mm-hmm. but also to like tackle the internalized idea that would like that women feel like they don't have a space in art which is yeah. terrible so the last thing you talked about was how we as individuals can actually make an impact um, mm-hmm. on, or we can sort of um, do something about this and talk to galleries and like change, actually like speak, yeah. just go there and speak to the people. Um, yeah. Because I remember last summer when I was in Berlin, there was an exhibition um, and it was like a visual um that like video installation, it was really, really cool. But then after my friend was like, did you notice that there wasn't a single female like painter? It was all men. And I was like, oh, actually I didn't. Um, like that, that's then a moment then, that you could actually feed that back to. And I really, see. really liked it. And in hindsight, I'm kind of like, I should have just gone there and be like, hey, I really enjoyed it. Um, or maybe just go online because they have like obviously social yeah. media. Be like, hey, I really enjoyed it. I think it's great what you did. Um, it's a shame that you didn't include Clearly. any female artists. Uh, yeah. Why not? And maybe just try to um, highlight this this issue to them. Um, I mean, it's, it's literally like the function and the, the job mm-hmm. of the, these galleries and museums. So they they should have no problem doing that. Yeah, so just support um, female, like artists obviously in general, but also especially obviously um, female artists. Buy art, buy women. And pay, yeah, (laughs) like buy buy art, pay artists. In um, general, just mm, support any minority who's doing Don't. (laughs) Also, with like social media, it's it's good in a way for artists because they, um, like I said earlier with like the whole gatekeepers, that isn't really the case anymore because you can get your art exposed like you can um get people um get attention for your art if you post it on like social media online um whatever um but then also followers or likes don't really equal um like sales no Um, exactly so just because everyone likes your post on instagram that doesn't necessarily mean that you can make a living of it Um, and it's still like really really hard and there's a lot of exploitation because people just ignore your copyright and they use your pictures anyway so be careful with that be be respectful um Mm -hmm. of um, all the work and the effort the artists put in um so yeah speak to galleries um speak to your friends if you find an artist just share her work um and go back in history like try to find try to pick out like women artists Mm. in history like it's actually really interesting to hear their stories Mm. i think i have a suggestion wait give me two seconds guys and this is not very professional but if you want follow on instagram clickbait blog ci C L I T B A I T blog. Like clickbait. Yes, like clit. Exactly. And they have ton tons of like things about women in arts, minority in arts. Um it's really cool. I love that. Um so yeah, go for it. It's really interesting. It's a blog and it's also on Instagram if you wanna look it up. I think it was suggested to me by Kaylee, but it's really interesting. Fantastic. But see that's how you find that's how you find these things and that's how you find art because someone suggested it or recommends it. Word of mouth. 
yes. really important. On that topic, um, actually, just before we round up, um, shout out to Kaylee. Yes. She's the uh, Equality and Diversity Officer at ENSA, and she's also a member of GenSoc, and we love her very much. <laughs> um, but she is uh, running a series of events for Disability um, Month, uh, National Disability Month, and it is... Um, lots of different things going on at different campuses so it started off yesterday I think and there's more com- more to come there's mm-hmm. a disability sports day today at Sight Hill no not today this is when we're recording it <laughs> ignore that but it will be coming up and all the information should be uh, around the campuses and on Ensign's website so yeah. check that out and you know learn more yeah just um Keep, keep learning, um, guys. And yeah, so I think that's that's it from us for today. Yeah. Yes. And next week we'll be talking about men's rights activism. Should be an interesting woo. one. Stay tuned for it. Bye. Bye. Bye.